The Healing Word program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. Listen to the Word of God. Let it come alive. That's what Paul was praying here, that you might have a revelation like you've never had before that it will break forth in an insight into Jesus and His care and love for you like you've never seen it before. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. The word that I'm going to bring today is about our inheritance. We have heaven to look forward to after this life, but friend, we can look forward to blessings right now. Right now in this life, this very moment, God is with us. He hears and answers our prayers and He brings blessing, healing, forgiveness, hope, salvation, wonderful gifts. He brings right now. So right now, friend, you can begin to enjoy your inheritance. You're going to get a great inheritance someday, but right now you're getting a great inheritance. So hear this message and let this message bring hope and faith to your heart that you might right now begin to receive your inheritance in Christ. Enjoying our inheritance now. Well, the title was getting so long to put on the sign at the street and also in our bulletin. Really, it's enjoying some of our inheritance now. And I'm going to be talking about that in just a few moments. But to introduce the message, our ultimate inheritance is heaven someday, where our loved ones and friends who died in Christ are. That's going to be our ultimate inheritance. But you and I can enjoy some of heaven right now, today. And I want to talk to you about that and help you to get to the Lord who is the blesser, who is the giver, the miracle worker, and you and I can enjoy heaven, or at least part of it, right now. It's a great promise from our Savior, and I hope you will hear it and receive it and begin to enjoy heaven on earth. Now, Paul writes to the Ephesians. He's in jail in Rome. He didn't know it at the time. I, I, don't, I assume that he didn't know it, that he was going to be executed. A, he was there for about two years, hoping to get released. But prior to going to that jail and to that imprisonment, he established a church in a city of Ephesus. He was the, the father of that church. He was the pioneer. And from that church, many other churches started throughout that region. Today, that region is called Turkey. It's on the map as Turkey. This book, Ephesians, some of the theologians refer to it as the queen of the epistles. Of all the epistles in the Bible, it's the queen. This, this passage of scripture came about as a letter that Paul wrote from Rome to Ephesus, but he meant for this letter to be read in all the churches in that region that we now call Turkey, all the Christian congregations. We call it the book of Ephesians. It was actually a letter. Thank God that we have it. 
But this is, this is so amazing to me, so wonderful. I am so blessed. I, I spoke to you about it last week, and I want to go back and just do a little, little bit of review. In verse 15, Paul says, For this reason, ever since I heard about your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Now notice, your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Not some of the saints, but for all Christians. You love all Christians. I, never has a church been complimented quite like that church. Hey, do you love everybody? Will you turn to your neighbor and say, I love you, neighbor. I heard about your love. Let's be a church of friendship and joy and love and serve the Lord. Because love is that which is going to carry over into eternity. Now, that's what the devil wants to do. He wants to disturb your love. He wants to drive a wedge between you and somebody else, certainly between you and Jesus. And if he gets that wedge between you and somebody else, he has already preceded that event by getting a wedge between you and Jesus. If you don't love your brother whom you have seen, how can you love God whom you haven't seen? That puts it pretty straight and plain, doesn't it? hope that today's message is a blessing and is building your faith in God. We will return for the conclusion following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock. And a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry. The Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message. Here's three requests Paul makes of his church. Look at them on the screen, and I'm going to break them down in just a moment. The first, Paul prays for that church that he loves so much that they would have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. He prays that they would enjoy the riches of God's glorious inheritance now and in the world to come. And thirdly, he prays that God's incomparably great power would be manifested in that church at Ephesus. Now this queen of epistles was read to all of the churches and it is very alive and active and relevant to, to the church of Jesus Christ, certainly to the Largo Community Church. All right, let's, let's look at it. Verse 17, he says, no, look at verse 16. He said, I have not stopped giving thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers. You know, that's, that's a wonderful thing when somebody says to you, I'm praying for you. When they tell me that, there's no greater thing that they could be doing for me than for having prayer for me. I'm praying for you. And then he goes on to verse 17. He said, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you, what is it? The spirit of wisdom and revelation. God wants us to be wise. And the wisest thing we can do is to look upon the Lord Jesus Christ and see in him that unspeakable. 
unspeakable gift that God has given, wise unto salvation, wise unto church fellowship, wise unto unbroken fellowship with Jesus. If we have unbroken fellowship with Jesus, we'll have unbroken fellowship with one another. It'll be a blessed, blessed life that that we're living. Wise. He said, I pray that you will be wise. Serve the Lord. Wise. Look at the scripture. Learn from the Lord. And then he goes on and he says, revelation, meaning that the Holy Spirit would open your eyes to future growth, higher heights, deeper depths in the Lord Jesus Christ. There are times, I think, that has happened to you, I know it has happened to me, that I've been reading a passage of Scripture, and I've read that passage over and over for years. See, I try to read the Bible through every year. I don't get through it every year. Sometimes it takes me a little longer than a year to get through it. But if I read about five chapters a day, I can usually make it. But I read much of the scripture all the time in preparing messages. But I mean just to sit down and turn the pages and read. But I'm reading it through, and I've read that before, and all of a sudden it jumps out at me. Something happens that's like the lights go on, and it's for me. And I'm rejoicing, and I feel a a surge of energy. And it isn't a passing energy, but it's an impartation of strength. It it just blesses me. I guess it's been maybe three months ago. Now, I I keep looking over in this direction because that lady isn't here right now. I think she comes to the 11 o'clock service. I preached a sermon one, one Sunday morning, and I said that somebody here today is going to be blessed Blessed beyond measure. Somebody's going to get this message today. Somebody's just not going to sit there and listen and then say, hey, I went to church today. No, but somebody's going to hear the word of God like they've never heard it before. And that lady has talked to me about it. She has written to me about it. And I said something like, today you're going to get unstuck. You've been stuck. Today you're going to come up out of there and you're going to rise above. You're going to move forward with your life. Today, you're going to get unstuck. Well, she's been now telling me one little unstuck after another little unstuck after another little unstuck. She's continually moving forward, rising up above it. And just this past week, got another letter from her. She'll more likely be here at at the 11 o'clock service. And I didn't get permission to use her name, so I won't tell you her name. But she's one of us. Friend, listen to the word of God. Let it come alive. That's what Paul was praying here. That you might have a revelation like you've never had before. That it will break forth in an insight into Jesus and his care and love for you like you've never seen it before. That's the wisdom part. And Paul was praying that. And that's my prayer for the Largo Community Church. That we will see Jesus. And we'll see into Jesus We'll see into the interior part of Jesus, and Jesus will be seen, worshipped like we've never worshipped him. Now we're worshipping in spirit and in truth. Not when we just sing some hymns and hear a sermon uh, or, or a testimony. That's not necessarily. It may be, but not necessarily. But this spirit of truth and wisdom that will come to you. Now look at verse, verse 18. I'm going to read it. Paul said, I pray also. Now, he's praying for this church. This is now part of the word of God to all churches, which means you and I need the answer to those three prayers that are put on the monitor just a moment ago. And God is going to give it to us. 
that prayer that he has prayed is going to be answered. Now, here's the second prayer that he prays for this beloved church of his. He said, I pray also that the eyes of your heart. Wow. What is he talking about? What I just mentioned a moment ago, that spiritual revelation that comes, that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you and the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. Now, heaven is going to be our home someday. We're we're passing through. This is not permanent. That permanent is yet to come. And we're looking forward to that day when we will stand in the presence of the Lord. Paul the Apostle said that he was caught up into the third heaven. And he said he didn't know whether he was in the body or out of the body. Maybe it was just my spirit. But he said, I may have been physically caught up. But he said, I saw things that man is not permitted to speak. Paul knew at least three languages. He knew the Roman language, which was Latin. He knew Hebrew. He knew Greek. And he said, I can go through all of those languages, and yet I cannot, I cannot describe what God has prepared for those who love him. I can't, I can't begin to describe it. Now, we're, we've got a little bit of that right now down here. But what is ahead for us is phenomenal beyond words to describe. The glory of heaven is such. Now listen to this. The glory of heaven is such that to attempt to describe it would detract from it. It's like taking a blind man who has been born blind, can't see anything, and now I've been on a vacation to the Grand Canyon and I come home and that blind man's on his front porch and he said, Pastor Morris, Would you describe the Grand Canyon to me? I've never seen it. I never will be able to see it. And so I begin to describe it. No matter what I describe or what I say about it, it's going to fall far short from what it is. I thought about little boys. They were talking about Disney World. One of them went to Disney World, come home to tell his playmate about Disney World. And he starts telling him about Disney World. His playmate had never been there. He tells him about Epcot Center. And his little boy, his eyes gets big and he's, wow, wow. So no matter what he is told about Disney World or about Epcot Center, it doesn't fully describe it. There's no way to describe it. Well, that's what it is about heaven. Friend, you've got something coming to you. Something great and wonderful and phenomenal. And God has prepared it. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. Now, I, I told you the story. When my dad was dying in Pittsburgh in the hospital, my sister was there. She was only about 25 years old. And as I reflect on it through the years, his eyes went back into his head. All you could see was the white of his eye. I wasn't there. This is what was told me. And my sister became what I'll say hysterical. She began to loudly, Daddy, Daddy, and don't be afraid, Daddy. And the nurse walked over, put her arm, the nurse did put her arm around my sister and said, Honey, he can't hear you. And she just, Daddy, Daddy. And then all of a sudden, his eyes came back and he focused on her and he shook his head, No, no. I think two things he was saying. Don't keep calling like that. (laughs) That's not necessary for you to get hysterical like that. And secondly, I have a feeling. I really do down deep in my soul. I've thought about it for years and years. He may have gone to that place called heaven. Got a glimpse of it. 
And when he shook his head, no, no, there's nothing to be afraid of, Grace. That was her name, Grace. There's nothing to be afraid of. I've already seen it. I've got a glimpse of it because the nurse thought he was gone. She said, he can't hear you. But he did hear her, and I believe it was my sister's voice that called him back. Now, something very similar happened to my aunt, my mother's sister. Her, she had, they had one son, Kenny. Kenny was a, um, a doctor at uh, a doctor at emergency uh, doctor at Kettering Hospital in Kettering, Ohio. And Kenny told me this story just about a year ago about his mother. I didn't know it. He said, when my mother was dying, a friend was there with her. And this friend called out to my mother in a loud voice. When my mother had, from all appearance, she had passed. And just then, when this lady called out several times, my mother regained consciousness and said, why did you do that? Why did you call me back? I was in a most beautiful place. I wanted to stay there, but you called me back. I wanted to stay there. Friend, heaven is for real. Why? Because God is for real. Jesus is for real. And the salvation that he purchased on the cross is for real. Rejoice in the Lord. Be happy in Christ. God has something wonderful prepared for you. But part of that inheritance that we're going to receive is for us now. Let me see if I can illustrate it. I lived in western Pennsylvania. I lived in my dad and mother's house. I lived in my parents' house. When people would ask me, where is your home? It wasn't my home. My name was not on the deed. My parents' name on the deed. Where is your home? I would tell them my home, and I would give the address of where I was living with my parents. Now, someday, I'm going to inherit that whole house, although I didn't. My sister inherited it. (laughs) But that's my house. But right now, I'm enjoying it. The comfort, the shelter, the warmth, the love. That's my house. And yet, it's not my house, but I'm enjoying it now. What am I saying? You can enjoy the blessings of heaven or some of those blessings right now. You can, now, my dad's money, that was my money too. <laughs> you see, I was, in, I was going to inherit that money, and I did inherit it, but I spent it all on my education. I went broke spending it, and I had to even take out a, a loan to finish pay, paying it off, so it wasn't that much money. But that money that I'm going to inherit, he was providing a house, he was buying food, he was buying me clothing. He was supporting my education. He took that money and spent it on me on vacations. So that money that I was going to inherit, I was getting some of it right now. So friend, don't wait until you die to be happy. (laughs) You can be happy now. You can rejoice now. You can have strength and power right now. You're God's people. You can enjoy these benefits. Now look look at verse 19. Now we've gone through verse 15, 16, 17, 18, and now 19. My last verse, I'm going to read it to you. And he said, this is his last prayer for them. And his, Jesus, incomparably great power for us who believe, that power is like the working of his mighty strength for us who believe. Telling us this. Paul was saying to that church and to all the churches in, in the 
region of Ephesus, now Turkey, and to the churches today and to the Largo Community Church. God has great power. But Paul is saying, I'm praying that you will experience, have an experience and taste experientially that great power right now. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to get it and to be blessed by it. You can have it right now. Heaven is for real, but Jesus is for real now. Now, when I get to heaven, what's going to make heaven heaven? The mansions? Oh, yes, I'm looking forward to those mansions. Streets of transparent gold? Yes, there's nothing on earth like it because gold is not transparent. Not earthly gold, is it? Uh, That beautiful city, the the river of life, the gates of pearl. But what's going to make heaven heaven is Jesus. That city's not going to need any light because he's the light thereof. And it's Jesus who went to prepare that place. It's Jesus who's going to make heaven heaven. I was praying some time ago about heaven. And I don't know why I prayed quite like this, but I'm glad I did. And I prayed, and I got to thinking about all the millions and millions of Christians through the ages who have gone to heaven. And I thought, Lord, I want to see you face to face. But how am I going to get through that crowd? (laughs) How am I going to get to you? I want to see those nail prints in your hand and in your feet. But how am I going to get to, I I could almost see myself standing way off, looking and waving Jesus way out there. Before the words came out of my heart, out of my mouth, the answer came back. And the Lord said to me, and I'm something like this. He said, if you and I have a one-on-one relationship here, are we going to have less when when you get there? Heaven is going to augment Everything here is going to be augmented there. And I thought, praise God, I am going to see him face to face. But right now, I can talk to him one-on-one. And what I'm having now, it's called prayer. I'm going to have it in heaven, but I've got it right now. Friend, there's so much of heaven. I'm going to have peace when I get to heaven. Why? Because the Prince of Peace, Jesus, is there. And the place is just permeated with peace because of the Prince of Peace. But I have Jesus in my heart now, the Prince of Peace. And so right now, his peace can permeate my being, even through trial, difficulty, and hard places. So everything that I'm going to have there, I can have a foretaste of it right here, right now. Amen. <laughs> Praise be to the Lord. <laughs> this is your inheritance And so now look what he says here in verse, what is it, verse 19. Let me look. He said, that power is like the mighty working of his mighty strength. Here's what Jesus said. Come, he's talking to you, the church. Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance. Take your inheritance. Why keep waiting? Come on, you can pray. You can have peace. You can have joy. You can have the power of God right now. Take your inheritance now and then get the full inheritance on the other side. We hope that today's message has been a true blessing and has encouraged you to walk closer with God. As we conclude today's program, here is Pastor Morris. Hello, friend. 
I'm inviting you to watch the streaming of the Largo Community Church worship service at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Go to the church website, www.largolargocc.org. That's largolargocc.org and click on Watch Live. It's in the upper right corner of the homepage of the website. The Word of God will be a blessing to you. It is the healing word, bringing healing to the soul, to the psychic, to your body, to your mind, to your emotions, to any conflict. It's the healing word of God. Be blessed. Be abundantly blessed. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. We invite you to email Pastor Morris directly at contact us at thehealingwordministries.com and share your blessing or send a prayer request and Pastor Morris will pray for you. Be sure to tune in to WAVA tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.